You are now tuning in to the Own the Build podcast. Join Sealing's very own Paul Hemming, where each week he interviews experts from the world of construction and asks all the important questions around intelligent construction management. Good morning and welcome to episode 69 of Own the Build with me, Paul Hemming. Thank you to everyone who has been kindly leaving us a review on Apple. I wholeheartedly appreciate it. Anyone who hasn't, come on now. If you could, that would be great. It really does just help us to keep doing what we're doing. And I would personally very much appreciate it. Log into Apple and leave us a review. Enough of that. The title of today's show is A Corker. So it is the AWS of the construction industry. And we welcome to the show today... Shweta Saxena, who is the CEO at Machine Max, who are a breakthrough machine analytics service that helps construction companies maximize machine profitability. You already have my attention, Shweta. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good, Paul, and very excited to be here. Really, really looking forward to our chat. As uh, you know, we spoke previously, uh, this is very, very important to me, uh, the analytics and what we are building. And would equally excited to share it what we've been doing. Yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to uh, learning more about you and your business. So on that on that note, tell us a little bit about first and foremost yourself and what you're doing. Big um, smile on your face there. Yeah, <laughs> this is a, there's a long story, is there? I know. I'm going to about to reveal my age, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so it goes almost 25 years back when I started. Uh, I've always been a product person, and now I can call myself a serial entrepreneur. Uh, this is my third startup. So, <laughs> and and all uh, throughout, I've been working in digital technologies. I was doing uh, e-commerce when e-commerce was cool. I was building mobile when mobile was cool. And now into the middle of data and AI and machine learning, uh, which which definitely, as always, like e-commerce changed the world, mobile changed the world. I definitely think AI is the next next big thing happening, right? Yeah. And data. You're, 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 you're following the trends or you're leading the trends, perhaps. Maybe leading the trend. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, my background is product development. I love to work with people and solve real problems. The team, what we have in Machine Max is brilliant and the same kind of experiences I had. I happen to work with some of the really amazing people throughout my career. I uh, did product development. I used to work with a person who was original PayPal mafia. Uh, and and he uh, he he friends with working. Elon. <laughs> um, okay, let's let's keep it under the wraps. Maybe maybe. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, he was he he still is one of my mentors. Uh, so I had amazing experiences doing product development, and now here in Machine Max, uh, building a company now. And so, you are not a construction person. You are a software programming and development person who is has entrepreneurial spirit and you're now serving the construction industry what does machine max bring to the table okay um can i answer in a probably in a different way so i used to sell celine handbags and i somehow it just got into my in my head that you know construction needs a little bit of luxury <laughs> <laughs> we're getting handbags handbags to plant 
exactly <laughs> but on a serious note i was part of a group which went into the markets and we were doing an ethnographic research for a consulting company you might know them bcg <laughs> boston consulting group uh, and uh, we i went to various markets whether it is developing market or developed countries like us uh, uk or or india china and whenever we were talking to customers one thing which coming as an outsider it was mind bogging for me to hear that we can't take data out of the machines like machines are connected the system is systems are there but we just can't take the data out of machines and now i understand why we cannot uh, but that was the start of the journey like you know this is a complex environment and i realize it more and more as as i started working in this industry it's very very complex however the initial idea was why can't we bring a universal telematics device which can irrespective of any make model can get the data out of the machines and help users take decisions that has always been our north star or the dream that if we can help enhance humans capabilities with the data and help them make those decisions it's it's like you know what we can do anything with that and that was the start and that still remains as one of our north stars i you mentioned that in your introduction that uh, aws for constructions so the the dream or the the hope is what aws did with computing industry uh, started talking about computing powers rather than the physical servers we are able to create a ecosystem or a platform of choice where people are talking about digging powers and not just talking about you know this system versus that system versus this okay okay so uh, i want to talk about um aws and maybe contextualize aws and machine backs a little bit more perhaps a little bit later in the episode because what i'm understanding is that you are enhancing or in fact just creating a way to get data from machinery from plant and then utilize that data just for my benefit i'm i'm following but like i want the pieces of the puzzle to um, settle a bit better what data are you extracting and what machinery are we talking about relevant to the construction industry here is it scissor lifts plant what 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 exactly are we talking about yeah so any make model as long as the machines are vibrating we can get the data out of them because the beauty is the the sensors what we have created and which is again a starting point for us can go on any machine these are completely non invasive sensors it doesn't have to, you don't have to cut the wires or anything you just take it out of your box put it next to the engine and voila your machine is connected it will give you basic data like utilization what the machines are doing so help you answer what the machines are doing whether it is being utilized properly or has been idling it will give you information about location where the machines have been and and it will start to provide you the analytics layers on top of it like emissions when you know what the machines are doing where the machines have been you can start taking decisions around productivity performance but the underlying things are basic data points and on top of that we have built more and more now uh, because machine max is not just one sensor 
The whole platform then takes care of fuel management, emissions, connectivity, operations, and we can go into the details of it. But the starting point, as you asked, was these basic questions, where my machines are, what my machines are doing, and how I can use that data to improve productivity. That's, that's, that's amazing. And you talked, so your background is technology. I'm working in a technology business now, and your background within technology is product focused. So I guess you're really forever interested in customers' problems, right? What was, what, what, so I'm, I'm interested to understand how, because you don't come from a construction background and you talked there about, you know, why, why do these machines not track the data? Because that's clearly a problem. Why do you, why is that such a big problem? What have you solved? So, you 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 come from construction, right? And uh, you understand that the machines are the heartbeat of construction. When the execution is, I mean, we are no longer in in those areas where pyramids were built by people, right? Here we do need machines, right? And those are the units of uh, uh, the heartbeat of construction. I, I always say during the execution phase. So there is a project and planning phase. We are not touching that. There's a maintenance phase. We are not there yet in terms of when the when the building is built. When the construction is happening, everything relies on the movement around machines. Excavator needs to uh, be there in time. Dump trucks. When the earth moving is happening, the digging needs to happen, and and you know it needs to be on time and on budget. One of the uh, stats when I started working in construction was there is no project which has been delivered on time on on budget in construction. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Joking. I don't think it's, it's that bad. I think it's like something like five percent of projects, or but it's okay. not good, is it? It's fair not good enough, either way. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Five <laughs> percent, which is for it's me coming pathetic. from yeah, it is like when you talk about six sigma and lean five, the error rate is point zero 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 one percent, and here we are talking about five percent of like you know achievement so which is not great so again going back to the what you asked me that yes so we start tracking the machines because it's a complex environment there is different make model subcontractors contractors there are different oems you nobody is a hundred percent single oem customer right there's a mix of oems which are there so when general contractors are there they would want to understand how what what is the progress and how do they know they would know through the utilizations of machines. If the machines are not being utilized, to give you an example, tower lifts. If lifts are one of the costliest equipment on site, and I we were tracking a $8 billion construction factory, chemical factory development, uh, the, and I happened to work with sing, the, the second largest crane. They used to call it mother of all cranes, actually. And uh, our sensors went there, and we were tracking what what that really was. you were tracking the mother of all cranes. Mother of all cranes, <laughs> Moac. <laughs> we used to call it Moac. This is a Moac sensor. <laughs> but um, imagine they used to pay millions of pounds as rent to those cranes, and without any fault of the operator or operations or anything, most of the time, sixty-seven percent of the time, the cranes were not working just because things were not aligned. Either the dump truck, what was supposed to bring the equipment has not come in or something has not happened or this, 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 every day there are some excuses so there. That, yeah, so that is really interesting. And 
I can understand, okay, 60% of the time the crane isn't working. And I'm sure that will resonate with people listening. What I'm then trying to understand is, okay, so we know 60% of the time the crane isn't working. How do we then use that data to solve our problems? Yes. So then what? the first step is you can only improve what you can measure. The first step is to start measuring the utilization, right? So if you know you have 100 fleet uh, plant on your site, what is the utilization there? If the utilization itself is 40 to 50%, either you push the utilization to make sure that, you know, uh, ensure that that utilization is taken care, but that's where you start. Then, of course, then you build the layers on top of it. Fine. Now, and I uh, know the utilization of my fleet, how I can use the shift data around it how I can use the operators who are using, so within the excavators, which operator is working better by this utilization, or let's say one excavator, which is a 65 tonner, can take care of dump trucks, which needs to be 90 tonner capacity, right? The combination of that could go wrong. Why, why if there is a 65 tonner uh, excavator, you should not be having a dump truck of 30 ton capacity. Right. So those kind of combination, those kind of decisions starts to come in. What is the combination of machines which I need to so gang creation? So utilization, then gang creation, then go back into the idling side of things. If my machines are idling, how do I reduce my cost there? Then go take a step further and say, now I know this is my dumping site or this is point A and point B. How many trips my machine has taken? Cycle time. Ooh, I, can, I can start to see it all piecing together now. Uh, that that makes that makes a lot of sense. How do you feel about construction? You know, as 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 an outsider coming in, and when you see things like the mother of all cranes, which probably is, I can't imagine how much the higher periods are on them per week. But I'm guessing it's it was significant. How do you feel when you see all of this waste mm. in construction? So I feel like I'm making an impact, right? And that that keeps me motivated. So I'm a half uh, glass full kind of a person, right? You can look at it and say, oh, so much of waste. Wherein I, saw, I see an opportunity. Oh, so much waste, we can reduce it, right? That's that's my take on it. And we are creating a real impact. We ended up working with HS2 on similar concept notion of if we can help you track emissions. Government uh, of UK has a mandate. Everyone has a mandate in terms of net zero, right? they have that net zero goal to be achieved by 2050 and one of the key drivers 38 percent of emissions are coming from uh, construction and that is driven by heavy road construction you know this all we all know these numbers but what are we doing about it we we don't have to wait for one two three four five years the solution is here with machine max we go there on the site help you track the plants help you track the emissions and help you reduce them, reduce the wastage, reduce emissions, improve productivity. So on HS2, I can imagine that there's a lot of excavation, a lot of digging. And so how exactly are you supporting them there? So uh, we track the utilization and the fuel and the engine types. So we can, with, with the static data and everything piecing together, we can help understand what is the where you start, what what are the emissions there, and give you a scoring around that, that this is your emissions. So that's one way to help you understand what is the emissions coming up. Then we help you piece together the areas where you can reduce 
Idlings are low-hanging fruit. If a machine is idling, just switch it off. You will save fuel cost. The unwanted CO2 which is going in the air, you'll reduce that. On top of that, we have built layers where we can help you understand fuel wastage. Just to give you an example, if there is OEM A versus OEM B, we have enough data to tell you that OEM A 65 tonner or 90 tonner will have better fuel efficiency than OEM B. So the benchmarks. Is it a case then that the, you're getting weekly or monthly reports generated from Machine Max and then companies or projects are taking decisions to say, we have a fleet of 50 bits of plant, we're going to reduce that to 45 or we're going to restructure it because we're clearly over idling or, or whatever. Is that kind of how people are then using the data? Yeah, so information to intelligence is what we call our reports are. So Information uh, to intelligence. I to I, yeah. Information I to, to intelligence. Oh, yes. I like that. <laughs> yeah, so you, you, you I'll, I'll give you many buzzwords. But yeah, you're one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of acronyms and buzzwords. But look, I think um, this is a really interesting conversation. I understand much more now about exactly who you guys are and how your data works and how you solve the problems. Let's talk a little bit more about the AWS uh, side of things and, and your thinking there right after this break. Hello, it's me again. I wanted to share a quick story with you on why I co-founded Sealink with my best mate, Chris. Chris and I, we're both QSs, and this is going to sound sad, but one night we were sat in the pub talking about subcontract tendering and we realised the industry had a problem. Number one, procurement was too paper-based. Number two, it was too time-consuming and every QS had their own unique way of doing things. And number three, perhaps most importantly, if you want to competitively tender, you need to know hundreds of the best subcontractors. We simply didn't. That's why we created C-Link. It's software to solve subcontract tendering. We wanted to remove these challenges and help the industry get better. So if you, or someone you know, tenders with subcontractors, you've got to see our software. Head over to our link, www.get.c-link.com forward slash podcast to find out more. I will include it in the description box. So again, there's no excuses. Now, let's get right back to the show. Data, 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 data. It's just seemed, the more the more people that I speak to, I don't know if it's just the kinds of people that I'm speaking with on this show now, but it's just everywhere. And we're, we're very focused on data now, ourselves as a business and the stuff that we are collecting. The title of the show, or kind of like the topic of the show, comes from something that you told me when we first spoke, which was kind of like, I'm not sure if it's your mission, but like your vision for uh, Machine Max is that it kind of, becomes the AWS of the construction industry. So Amazon Web Services, AWS. I wanted to talk to you about that because I'm fascinated by your thinking more than anything. But for everyone listening, some people will know what AWS is, others won't. Could you just describe, first and foremost, what it is? Sure. Uh, so let me take a step back, and I'm going to say slightly some, something which is slightly controversial. Uh, you, you can decide to keep it, Ooh, here we or go. you can decide to cut it out. It's up to you. There was a time when big data, everyone was talking about big data. It was like the notion was like a college, pre-college sex, right? 
everyone is talking about it very few people are doing it and yeah. people who are actually doing it are doing it wrong okay so we're keeping it, that in for sure okay, <laughs> like the analogy <laughs> so amazon web amazon comes in and says what does it mean data right they so if you remember we used to have mainframes and physical servers previously and again i'm revealing my age here <laughs> uh, probably you would not remember that paul but when you used to go in big companies there used to be a physical space of servers stacks and stacks and stacks of computers there we used to store the data amazon came in and say that we will do it the right way why do we need this they created something called cloud where you go and buy a space this whole physical space is now owned by amazon in iceland or somewhere and we as a consumer go and buy a space and i get a instance where i use that instance to now drive my applications or web services or things like that that's the notion so there was a physical aspect of data which they removed and put it into cloud and my vision for machine max is the same thing that today we talk about and it's a little bit futuristic so just just cut me some slack and bear with me for a minute <laughs> i'll try and i'll try and stay with you <laughs> yeah so no dystopian future however so imagine paul has decided to build a road instead of thinking about that i would start with the project and planning architecture and everything paul is thinking about digging power if i have to construct a road between south croydon to london this much digging power is needed and that's the vision that's the hope that's the dream that we start with the data we start with plans then move to connected sites and there is a notion of connected plans connected sites everywhere however we are taking it a step further and painting the picture where we say that we put we talk about digging power as a whole but that's 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 what we are after so you're talking about the idea of almost shifting the entire mindset of construction in terms of like the metrics that we measure things in right because so you're saying digging power so your example from london to croydon and the data that you are collecting how do you is the stepping stone yeah yes so so let me let me so you have a simulation environment where you say you have all sorts of data coming geospatial data coming in you have contextual data coming in south croydon to london this is the kind of geospatial data this is the kind of uh, geography uh, you you have to dig into it that means everything you computerize simulate and say that this is what roughly how many hours of excavating power needed how many hours of taking the muck out and how many dump trucks would be needed because if we know that this road is this big how many how much metric ton of muck will come out to make the lay the foundation what materials are needed what cement so everything is a unit of data and you simulate you create an environment so it becomes assembly line that we start on this date these many excavators are there brought together by company a b c and and you know and and you know the utilization what the utilization capacity they need to be working to achieve this and uh making sure dump trucks are in line it, it's a huge vision i'm not saying that that you know this is something it's a huge vision however the starting point is connecting the sites getting the data 
understanding what we can do with the data and that's where we are focusing that that totally makes sense to me and if it, you know in terms of the production line mentality and in terms of time and cost which are the two things that you said in part one that you thought you could have a real impact in reducing it's embarrassing that we can't deliver projects on time and cost as an industry right i hopeful that the more and more experience that you've had with construction the more and more you see perhaps why we haven't been able to do that so data that you're getting which is telling us this is how many digging hours it's going to take you described machine max as a data platform before how far away is it from us having enough of that data for it to then be able to harness that data as an industry and and then say right i'm going from Croydon to london what what is my metric for digging hours good question uh we i would say it's the beginning of the beginnings for us right now we've started with plant and we said that we're going to get understand the plant data and uh, understand what we can do with that data you would push me for an answer in terms of exact numbers or percentages no i mean it's, probably it's like not. In, yeah no. that would be a bit mean wouldn't it <laughs> <laughs> The foundation is is there. We have enough data to for so when the Uber started, they started looking at uh, you know uh, how do you eat an elephant? You eat start eating one by one, right? So similar kind of a thing. There's a lot of localized data which would be needed, uh, which we need to make sure that it is there. So UK, for example, we've got a really good foothold. We need to replicate this for Germany, for example, for we need to replicate that for US. And that's what we are doing. So localized level. So my, I call it micro collisions or micro uh, uh, ecosystems. We are creating those micro ecosystems. And then on top of that, we, uh, we, we, we would be developing the whole global or a central layer. But localized data have started to come in. We have started to see benchmarks, um, uh, trends. We can take certain unknown, which we did not know, unknowns, uh, unknown unknowns, which we did not know previously. We started to see that come up uh, and we started to take decisions on that. Still a long way to go. However, the vision is one step closure. I, 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 yeah, absolutely. And I can see that I think it's a, a really ambitious vision but i can actually see the steps in some ways in front of us what who you talked about hs2 you've talked about other clients of so the mother of all cranes i'm guessing that's a big project who are your typical clients and do you have like case studies where we can really get a feel for the success yeah so very very proud of that like you know we happen to probably the product market fit was there or whichever way we are working with I can give you like 35 names, which you would immediately recognize. Really? Okay. Cream the cream or whatever you want to call it. Like we're yeah, yeah. working with those. The mother of all have. construction companies. <laughs> mother, of a, <laughs> mother of all construction companies. I like that. <laughs> so likes of HS2, Flannery, uh, Murphy, um, in, in UK specifically, like Murphy plants. So on rental companies, we have got a very good foothold. We're working with some of the major names. Then comes on uh, general contractors, which we work with JVs, so Align, uh, EKFP, we've got portholes there. We're talking to well-known other general contractors as well. Then mining clients. Uh, we have Heidelberg. Really? Okay, that makes sense. Embrace. Uh, we have a ve- huge mining cl- uh, clientele in India. Well, yeah, they must love your product, right? 
Yes, they absolutely love it. We are working with some government agencies. Uh, so they, in total, the journey over the past four years, we have resulted in now 45 clients across 30 countries. And the concentration... That's is- why you're always traveling, Shweta. That's why I can never get hold of you. You're always in different <laughs> countries. Yeah, that's an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good one, though, isn't it? I've got 30 clients in different countries. So yeah, I've got totally. I'm, I'm, I'm now currently looking for someone in Brazil so that I can just go there. <laughs> can I come to Brazil? I quite like the oh, idea yeah, of going there. Yeah, let's do a podcast there. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's a, that, that is a great idea. So a lot of the people listening... Uh, at SME companies, we talk a lot about um, SMEs, and SMEs make up a large portion of the overall demographic, if you like, of construction companies in the UK. How do you see Machine Max impacting smaller businesses, of which there are so many in the UK? You've talked about working for these big companies on these big projects, and I understand that from a data perspective. I'm guessing, I'm just interested to see how long term or even medium term this can filter down to some of the people listening yeah no um i think again customers are customers right uh, at the end it it is for me it is we are cus- completely customer obsessed so the way we help smes is on their journey to digitization the difference between probably an sme or a big company would be they have the budget they would have the budget they would have uh the people to take care of unique, create a digital digital budget and innovation budget, whatever there. A lot of SMEs we see are more for progressive, more forward thinking, and their decision making is very, very fast. And they're very more proud agile, right? people. Absolutely. They're very proud people. They don't have to go through uh, hierarchies, etc. 25 person, layers of bureaucracy. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So the, the impact, what we have with the time to market is pretty quick with them. The digital, we, we can be their partners in their digital journeys. We can help them win tenders. We can be in the, we are happy to stay in the background and they can be the face. We help them create uh, what they needed to be created for, for the to winning tenders, etc. And happy to stay in the background, help them uh, take care of, of the face. Yeah. Is that where you would like your, you, we talked about mining and, you know, from a digging perspective, obviously that resonates so much. It makes a lot of sense. From a typical client base, obviously you've got plant hire companies. Would it, does the product work really, really well for like groundworks, contractors and, and those kind of people that will be listening and thinking, okay, that could be an interesting way for me to improve my digging hours or start measuring that kind of a metric? Three personas we talk about. One is a central a person, a person who sits in the central unit and he wants to, understand he has this mandate to improve productivity or reduce cost right that's a central person there's a different kind of a dashboard and different kind of kpis that person would be after then there would be a fleet manager or a person on ground who's more on a day-to-day basis want to understand and and make sure that there is a difference which has been created and then the operators or ground staff uh, there's so there are three layers and those all three personas use our platform to make sense of the data fantastic i i have to say i believe that this i mean i speak I, I i am so fortunate to speak to so many different people with so many different innovations but i can really see where this product is going to go and it's been an absolute pleasure to chat with you uh Shweta. one question i do have you know you, you are 
someone who works with machines and focuses on machines have you been on a cherry picker ever have you been on <laughs> yes. a scissor? have you been yeah. on have you been on one of these ter- like ha- I- 20 meters <laughs> up in the air on a cherry picker i have been i had my hard boots i'll send you some pictures if you don't believe me were you I harnessed was, in strapped uh, yeah. in <laughs> shaking <laughs> hard hat my steel boots i've i've uh i've tried excavator but oh my god i'm so bad in excavating uh-huh, but really? definitely scissor lifts and 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 well maybe that's that. maybe that's the uh he- the headshot we'll use for the for the podcast show will be you on a cherry picker I'll <laughs> no, send but you honestly, a it's been it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on on the show i'll be sh- obviously sharing uh your details in the podcast description machine max's details and um all that is left to be said is thank you very much for your time Shweta. oh no thanks paul uh it's been amazing to talk to you and just uh i just just made me remember that how old i am but yeah good good stuff, <laughs> <All> good stuff. <laughs> lovely stuff and guys i will speak to you as always next week have a great week ahead and uh take care